This audio was taken from the Let Her Be Heard live show. Is an ending really just a new beginning? And what happens when we, when we hold too tightly to an ending? Because we're worried about if there's going to be a new beginning. We're going to jump in and explore this today and see, see what comes through around like just resistance and knowing how to go with the flow. I'm Andrea Gullick. And I'm Barb Gibson, and we are here to let her be heard. And don't you love that radio announcer voice that happens there, Barb? Oh, yeah, yeah. Aren't we good? We're so funny on the end. I'm Barb Gibson. Yeah. It's just every time. But anyway, like, yeah. we're actually, people got to get through that to realize just how fun we are because it's a bit of a. Always like to be clear on what our what our topic is, I guess, for our for our audience coming in and tuning in with us. But today we really wanted to jump on and just have a bit of a bit of a jam session, a bit of a natter, a bit of a wander through the whole concept of endings and beginnings or beginnings and endings and how that how that sort of impacts our life and really I guess Barb impacts the peace. Well, that's what I think, and I'm I'm I know that you're the you're like the peace lady, so I'm sure that that might resonate with you a lot. Because I mean, realistically, every topic wherever it goes, whatever we talk about, we really are coming back to this whole place of being centered mm-hmm. within ourselves, regardless of what's happening around us, and that centeredness is really just like a sense of peace. Would you agree? Yes, yes, it is. Peace, contentment, acceptance of what is. And uh, yeah, it is, Andrea. So yeah. And so we were we were having just a little chat the other night and wanted to really explore this whole like endings. And when something's coming to an end or when something's being ended. And how that, like that can kind of sort of rattle us or whatnot or send us left of centre because maybe it's not what we wanted or it's what we thought we didn't want or it's painful or it's uncomfortable. And yet what if, so tell me about what if, what comes after what if? What if? What if it's just the beginning? What if there is no end and beginning per se what if there is those things but what if it's both and and you know Andrea I'm always doing my finger like this as the infinity flow you know what do we do to block that flow because that's what you meant when we were talking earlier this piece that we have is where are we kinking the hose of the flow that stops us and and takes us off center a little bit. And so I love this topic. Um, You know, we were talking about what are we going to talk about this week? And, you know, we want our listeners to know that they can always write in and there's a link above or below our video here that you can write in something you'd like us to talk about. But we've been talking about some things we've picked lately. And so the other day when we were thinking about this, I was sitting on my deck And here in Michigan, it's turning springtime. I know in Australia, it's turning fall. But I was looking out and the trees are starting to bud and the leaves are just starting to come out. 
And you know, I talk about the voice of love all the time. And that's that knowing within us that talks to us. And and the voice just started talking about the leaves and the, the newness of it. And yet in the fall, we might think of it as coming to an end. And yes, that season comes to an end, but to create new. And you and I went back and forth a little bit. We always laugh about this because it's like we do a show before we do a show. <laughs> just by having our own conversation. <laughs> and I like that. But that thing of like, what if instead of like you said, when we first started here, thinking something's coming to an end and we don't want to let go of that and we try to hold on to it instead of flowing, not resisting, but flowing into what is new, what's next. So I love this conversation. And it was like in that conversation, the thing that sort of struck me because we always, because of our time difference, it will always be first thing in the morning for one of us or last thing at night. And right. it seems to be, seems to be where the clearest transmission like, <laughs> isn't it? Well, that's what I know that we both experience the same thing. Yeah. In terms of this more than our humanness, more than our thinking brain, it's kind of, kind of when it shuts down and allows like that beautiful transmission for you with the voice of love which is just it's really just communication with our higher self yeah you know that that more than our humanness and our mind and when we were talking about it, I was like you know the topic of you know the coming to an end and the new beginning what happens if an ending is actually just a new beginning I'm like what happens if there's no ending or beginning Mm -hmm. what happens if those things actually truly don't exist that's our mind that says well that that's not happening anymore so that's an end what happens if life is just all about a flow that we can like you said before that we can either go with or go against yeah and what if it's our definition of ending and beginning yes what what is the meaning we give that (laughs) I love it because that was always just, oh, anyway, you know you what I'm saying. Exactly. exactly. I love that. And, yeah, so what if what if it's our definition and our interpretation of what's happening in our life that creates the dysfunction and the disharmony yes. and, the, and the, the loss of peace and that if that is true, that it's our interpretation and our definition, would it not then be true that, we can change that. Absolutely. Yes. And it is all in our thinking and how we look at it. And, you know, I shared the story with you the other night, Andrea, but I'll share it with our listeners here that um, a few years ago, I have this little dog. Her name is Derp, which is Fred spelled backwards. And this little dog came into my life right after Fred passed. And, you know, I needed something to change at that time. And so I decided to get a little dog. Well, she became very special to me and all that stuff, you know. And um, when I would leave to go taxi driving early in the morning, she would frequently be laying on the couch and she wouldn't get off the couch until just as I'm about to go out the door. And I would yell, come on, Derf. And she would come. Well, that morning she didn't come. And I was like, come on, we got to get going. And I went to the couch And she was gone. She was stiff as could be, and she was gone. 
And, you know, there hadn't been a struggle. There hadn't, I didn't even realize it had happened in the night or anything like that, but she was gone. And I had to get this person to work. So I left and um, I was like, wow, she's gone. I get emotional about it, but it was okay. That's love. (laughs) So after I dropped this person off, I just drove around for a little bit before I came home. And I don't know. I, I know you believe in this. I don't know if everybody does, but I heard this little dog say to me, my job with you is done and you are free. And I knew that her job with me was to help me through this time of loneliness and just having some something with me, some this little dog with me. But I knew that I had moved into this space where I've been had the opportunity to travel a lot. And whenever I would want to travel, I had to figure out where she was going to stay. I didn't want to board her. And so it wasn't always convenient for family. And then I would worry about her. And so when I heard you're free now, I knew that I would get to travel. And it did end up that that year, I went to countries all over the world. And um, so when I thought about that, I was like, that was the end of her life and time with me. And yet it was a new beginning too. And so, you know, the resistance, like I could not believe how easy that transition went for me. And, but it was a lot of it was my acceptance of what had happened versus resisting it. Does that mean I didn't miss her? And when I'd walk through the door and she didn't come to the door and stuff like that, Yeah, that still happened, but it was so easy. I was so surprised. and But I really believe because I had stepped into this thinking of what if it's just, I kind of like to think of it as a spiral, that things keep evolving. It's not a complete circle where there's an end, but it's a spiral. And isn't that life, Andrea? Aren't we always changing? And yeah. And I think it's that, like, that's such a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing. I have heard it before and and it's always nice to hear it again. And it's really interesting because, like, we both had the same words before and and I think we both have a very similar story around that time. Mine happened to be a human. Yours happened to be a dog. But the the same thing when, like, I had a relationship end, Barb, I heard, you know, I you know, the confrontingness of of seriously being on my on my own and and loneliness and working out life, you know, with two little kids and you know, it's really confronting when these big things happen. And even little things they can be confronting because they're different and mm-hmm. you know, as human species we like we like same same a lot of the time. We like same same because it feels safe. But you you had you're free. And I heard happiness is your responsibility. Mm. And it was just that acceptance of, it was just that acceptance of that things change and we can resist that or go with the flow of that. And like that shifts the energy, that opens up or it closes down. And it's such a powerful realisation that we 
we have the ability to look at any situation even when it changes through through the lens of something that is actually going to help us evolve like that move up that spiral of expansion like you talk about or or stay sort of down on the lower realms and we have the beautiful angel with us i just want to hello angel we are so excited that you're tuning in and i did have another point that i was going to make Val, but it flipped out my head so I won't bother trying to retrieve it but that whole that flow that infinity flow that you talk about and what how what what's the words that you use tell me again um and or both both and not and and or is resistance yes or I mean you know yeah or is resistance and both and is inclusive. Yes. So my brain, my brain understands that with this and that, not this or that. Yes. I just, this and that. It doesn't like have that. to be it's an ending or it's a beginning. What happens if that flow just is that that is life in its purest form is that we will go through different experiences and, it's really the unknown, isn't it? Like this is what I keep coming back to. It's the, for me, it's that that resistance of, but I don't know what the beginning's going to bring. Mm. Like I know what the feeling of the ending is if we want to go to endings and beginnings. I know what the feeling is where I am right now. And even if I don't like it, there's a safety within it. Yeah. There was a safety of knowing that Durf was there. Like, there just was. I know this. I feel it. It's safe. And for me, that was the same, even though I kind of knew it was never going to be, be, but there was a safety in what it was. And that whole, that whole trusting ourselves, Barb, don't you think? Trusting that we. Well, and trusting, we, trusting the universe, God, yeah. your source, the divine, whatever, that everything is working for your good. And Andrea, if if you can stay in that, and if you believe that, everything is working for my good. God, that let's just pause there. Jeez, you say some crackers that I like to pause on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Say it again, Bob. Say it again. Everything. Say it again for the people at the back. <laughs> <laughs> everything is working yeah. for my good. Everything is working for my good. And when you can do that, it doesn't, the unknown isn't as scary. The unknown, it's almost like, it's like a child. If if a child is scared, but we as the adult know, you're really going to like this. You're a little afraid, but I know you're going to love this. And so if we approach our life like that of, everything is okay, everything is going to be okay, everything is working for my good, even if I can't see it. Doesn't matter what the external circumstances, but when you go to that in your knowing and you believe it, you're just like, let's watch this and see how this unfolds. And Andrea, I'm not saying that it all turns into a party. I'm not saying that it doesn't take time. But when you trust that, what that does is lower the resistance and you can feel it. 
we can all feel when we're anxious about something. And what happens? No circumstance, like if you're afraid, you know, there's a noise outside and you're afraid. And then the lights all turn on and you're like, oh, it was the neighbor's cat. You could feel it. No circumstance changed except what you were thinking. Because before you were thinking it could be a burglar, it could be someone who's trying to hurt me in some way. The light goes on and it's a cat. Nothing changes. And that's how, for me, a big deal of life is I'm like, it's just like that. I just can't see the whole picture. I don't understand how this is all working. But if I know it's working for my good, just, you know, maybe that's a visual for our listeners. Think of the light switch coming on and it's the neighbor's cat. Like, oh, what if you could embrace that before the light comes on? Absolutely. And see, the thing that I, and I, I really I, I really don't want to take us away from that because that's such a more positive kind of powerful way to be. And yet I want to come back to what happens if it is a burglar there. Mm. And the reason I want to do that, because I know, I know that we've talked about this before, Bob, that what happens if it is? Yeah, what happens what? if it is? And, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be smart back. I'm just like, yeah, so go into your own thoughts and go, well, what if that's working for my good somehow? But that's I can't what I mean. see it yet. But that's what I mean. Like, I guess that's why I wanted to draw the point to that is that, yes, a lot of the things, the, the highest percentage of things are, are really going to be things that our mind is just, you know, creating, you know, to keep us out of danger, for sure, for sure. But the reality is, and we know that, Barb, and we, we talk about that often, is that, well, sometimes you, you don't get to avoid the big things in life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because for whatever reason they have been sent on our path and they are the things for us to find our way through mm-hmm. and yet that to me is like the next game-changing level of what if even that is being sent to us for our highest good. Mm-hmm. What happens if the most horrendous thing that we would never want to experience does land on our doorstep. Mm -hmm. Reality is we're going to be in a position where we still get to choose our perspective around that. And while in the eye of the storm, it's not really the time to choose our perspective. That's our time to survive and that's totally fine. Absolutely. There's no, I mean, I don't think you can get up and, and, positive think your way out of some of the traumas people experience in the moment in the moment but but the more you prepare yourself and I don't mean prepare but just walk that out in everyday life like I believe that my dog you know some people might think that wasn't a big deal to me it was a really big deal and yet I was so it was so easy to experience it. And I think it's because I had experienced other stuff that I had, I know how to do it. Mm. And so, you know, that's not being um, defense on guard, you know, prepare yourself. That's just like learning to flow with life. 
This is life. And we can't resist those things we can't control. And um, Sorry, we've got D here as well. And she says, where is she? D, I just finished mine. I just finished <laughs> mine. So we're like cacao sisters today. And <laughs> and Andrea, thanks so much for joining us. I like your name, funny enough. Yeah. Hi, Andrea. <laughs> yeah, Andrea, that's true. Everything is working out for my good. I That changes so much for me. So, yeah. And do you know what? This is the thing, Barb, I have to say is that when I kind of like see people in the world, like if I'm observer and, you know, obviously observing myself and I'm honest enough to know that I, I, I tend to feel like I have a bit of a pessimistic kind of shadow there that pops up a lot that I work with, especially when things are, you, you know, not settled and that's obviously when when I guess it's it, it jumps out and stuff like that. But when I when I have throughout my life, witnessed or observed other people it has never been about what people have experienced that has changed their life it's the way they've chosen to respond to the experience Mm. that has changed their life each and every time and you can and you can feel it in people I can feel it I can feel their energy you can just feel the energy of everything's working out for my highest good. Mm-hmm. Like those people might not ever mention those words. They may not flow from their voice box ever, but you can feel that that is the way that they show up to life. Yeah. And and you can feel people that think that life is working against them. And it's just that, okay, what, what maybe have I got to not necessarily have to learn because it's like you, you know, you're not, you're not smart enough or anything. I don't mean yeah. it like that. But how does this experience enrich my life in some way regardless of what the experience is? How do I want to feel in my days even if this experience is happening right now? And that's what we talk about all the time, Andrea. That's that piece that we get to choose for ourselves and no one else can choose it for us. No one else can convince you that everything is okay. You have to go within and ask the truth, you know, go within and, and learn to find your peace like that. And we talk about that all the time and taking your power back because it's external circumstances or your internal voice. Which one are you going to get to talk to? Yeah, it's all a gift. That's right, Andrea. It is a gift. And it's how you want to look at it and how you know how you're looking at it by the way that you feel. I love how you brought that up. It's your internal, are you on edge? Are you scared? Are you frustrated? Are you whatever these things are that, don't feel good. Like I'm not saying those are all bad emotions, but how do you feel? Mm. And if you feel a way you don't want to feel, you're the one that gets to choose that. And I don't point a finger at saying you're the one that has to choose that. I'm like, I, you get to choose it. You it's have an opportunity. It is. Isn't it? Because that was that was a really interesting thing that you brought up with me a little while ago when we were having a chat about, like, I did hear, it's what I heard, happiness is your responsibility. 
And for where I was in my life at that time, Bob, that's absolutely what I had to hear. I had to hear that, come on, girl, like, how long do you want to give your power away? How long do you want to stay here waiting for the world to bring this happiness to you so you can feel better about your life path? And yet, and so I have no objections to what I heard. It was perfect for me at the time. But sharing that with you and you're saying, and what happens if we could change responsibility to opportunity? You have an opportunity to call in happiness. You have an opportunity to seek out happiness. You have an opportunity to just be in happiness. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, isn't it, that, That's where it can be both and, Andrea, because I don't want to hear anybody say that, like how you heard it's your responsibility. That's what you needed at that Mm. moment to to kind of like shake you. If I had have heard happiness is your opportunity, well, this is my, I'm surmising because it was years (laughs) ago, but the, the softness in that, like for me, because I was so in my pity party, I was so like, I am so unlovable. I will never be happy again. This Mm. is not the way I want my life to be. I don't know how to, it was all just, everything was just way too hard. And this was, I don't even know, two, three years after my husband's accident. I needed that. I needed that. Are you serious? Like, buckle up, sweetheart. There's a whole life left to live. Mm-hmm. And the softness came after. Then I'm like, wow, oh, okay, yeah, right. What, yeah. what, what do I want to do? Like, what do I want to do? Because I was allowing myself to be open to that. Because we talk about that a bit too. And I don't want to hear people, I don't want people to hear me say, it's just what we do that creates the happiness. It was this element of taking that responsibility and allowing myself to be the choice maker Mm -hmm. and take back my power and be in that. Yeah. That I could then choose what I wanted to do with that. And it it completely changed the course of my life, the rest of my life, you know. Yeah. So So for our listeners, what we're saying is what you hear, how does it make you feel? That kicked you into gear. Kelly Peterson. Hey, how are you? She's in Egypt, Andrea. Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. And I, I love what she says here, Bob. Yeah. Getting to a point where the discomfort catalyzes change. Exactly. And it's interesting because I was on, I don't know if people have heard of Clubhouse, but anyway, that's another another platform and it's all speaking. It's like virtual stages and rooms and stuff. And one of the topics was how do you know when it's time how do you know when it's time to change or t- time to take that next step or whatever? And I was just like when the discomfort of staying the same outweighs the discomfort of the unknown of change. Yeah. Like when we feel, uh, when we get to that point. And you know what? For some people that'll be like I spent half a day in my pity party and I heard it. Some people might spend weeks, months, years. Some people might have a moment in time. That's that's dependent on how long you choose to be in that in, yeah. in that state. But 
just the permission, and you we use that word a lot, the permission to allow ourselves to. I love that. I love that word permission, Andrea, because I think so many of us haven't been given permission to listen to our own soul, our own higher self, whatever you want to call it. We haven't been given permission to do that. So I'm really big on that permission word. I love it. Good job. And permission permission to believe, like this is a big, big thing for me as well, is that permission to believe that life can feel different, that we can feel different, that we can choose to flow and resist life at our own will, really. Yeah. And that, I, I, for me, that, that permission to believe, mm-hmm. to believe in our dreams, to believe in our own mm-hmm. possibilities is, you know, that's, that's a big one because if we don't believe it, I mean, you can want anything. You can want to be peaceful. You can want to be famous. You can want to be in love. You can want as much as anything. But if you don't believe it's possible, if you don't believe it's possible to be peaceful in disharmony, if you don't believe it's possible to whatever it is, whatever it is that you you want to experience, if you don't believe that that is possible for you, it probably won't be. Right, because you give up your power. You've given control to whatever the external circumstances, whatever it is. So, yeah. And and that that believing in, in deserving, like that's a big one. And especially, you know, we work with we work with women, Barb, like, and that's not because we don't like men. We love men, but it just seems that we're attracting women, you know. And and this is a big one, I think, for a lot of women is that they've never been given permission to believe they deserve something mm-hmm. different to what they have. Mm-hmm. And what if? What if we all do? Yeah. What if? That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother <laughs> show. What if? We love that. So. Let's, so let's finish off there. What do you think, Bob? We finish off with the what if. What if it is possible and let people ponder what their possibility is and what if? Like what if there is there is a flow between beginning and end? That what you're yeah. asking? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just yeah. let them ponder what if means for them. Mm. Good idea. I love it. Thank Beautiful. you. Beautiful. All right. We'll catch you all again next week. Thank you so much for being here, tuning in and commenting. We love you. We we just love our time together. So have a fabulous week and we'll catch you next week. Thanks everyone.